Welcome to another episode of Pistons Presser. I am your host, James Ryan. I'm here to break down the Wednesday and Friday Pistons games, as well as talk a little bit about what's going on around the league. So let's start with Wednesday's game. Uh, the Detroit Pistons had a the first game of a doubleheader against the Atlanta Hawks. This was a game where uh, Bogdanovich just went off, had 33 points, was 6 for 12 from downtown, but unfortunately, the rest of the team did not really lift him up. Kate Cunningham started the game off really, really well. But again, when it came to crunch time, was not making such great decisions. Isaiah Stewart, Corey Joseph, Kevin Knox, Killian Hayes, all these players continued to disappoint. Um, Killian Hayes' confidence, again, I know I talked about it on last, uh, the last episode of the podcast. But yeah, his confidence just seems to be completely shot. Uh, Jalen Duran uh, continues to be kind of the highlight when he comes off the bench. He always comes up with at least one or two spectacular plays. But this was a game in which Trey Young just destroyed us. Uh, he had 35 points, shot almost 50% from the field. He did not shoot very well from downtown. Um, but again, we just cannot play defense. We're playing way too small. Uh, Clint Capella uh, just ate us up on the offensive glass as did Collins um, of the Atlanta Hawks. They just kept getting second chances. And when you give a team uh, like the Atlanta Hawks second chances, while they are not the most talented team on the planet, they do have Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Uh, Murray. So those are two players that can kind of get hot at any time. And we gave them way too many chances. And it didn't get much better. In fact, it probably got a little worse um, looking at Friday's game, looking at last night's game, Trey Young had 36 points this time, um, shot a lot better, hit lots of threes, had 12 assists, had an amazing game. Uh, DeJounte Murray also had a great game, had 26 points, and that double-headed dragon was just way too much for us to handle. Um, it was very, very close at halftime. We might have even been leading. Um, and then Atlanta just pulled away in the third and fourth quarter, and it wasn't even close. And that was just because we could not play any defense to save our lives. Again, it was Bogdanovich and Cunningham, that combo. And this is Cunningham's best game of the season. He had 35 points, shot over 50% from the field, almost had a triple-double. He had nine rebounds, eight assists. Um, but this is a game, again, where the rest of the team – wasn't doing so great. Uh, Beef Stew had a great game, though. Um, when I say the rest of the team wasn't doing so great, Beef Stew actually. 17 points, 6 for 11 from the field. Um, Jalen Duran had an amazing block um, in the first half and looks, again, to be the most entertaining part and kind of the anchor of the second unit. Uh, Killian Hayes had some rebounds, had some assists, um, but was 1 for 6 from the field again. Isaiah Livers had zero points, and we really need him to be kind of our scorer off the bench. Um, they keep giving Knox. Knox had three minutes, um, no points, one shot. They keep giving him just a little, little bit of time. Um, I think, But they also had Magruder play a couple minutes in this game as well. But I think those minutes came towards the very end when it was clear that we were not going to win. The Pistons currently sit at 1-5. and five. One and two at home. I have still attended the only Pistons victory, so maybe it's me. Maybe I am the good luck charm. Maybe I need to be at the Pistons game in order for them to win. Uh, we Our next game is Sunday against the Golden State Warriors, and then after that, it gets incredibly hard. 
I know we have a doubleheader coming up against the Milwaukee Bucks. So yeah, we are looking to start the season for sure. One and eight um, might be even be a little worse than that. Around the league on Friday night, there was lots of NBA action. Probably the most exciting game uh, was the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Boston Celtics. Uh, both teams were 3-1 and one going into this game. It was a game that ended up going into overtime. Donovan Mitchell um, had a really sweet dunk. Uh, Karis Levert had 41 points. Tatum had 32, so there was quite the duel there. Um, but the Cavaliers were able to pull away and got hot. Uh, in overtime the 76ers finally won another game they're now two and four they beat the raptors it was an away game for the 76ers so doc rivers is trying to save his job um, because again he's getting off he is one of those coaches that just could not get off to a slow start similar to the situation in brooklyn brooklyn is one and four i believe they play again tonight and if they lose again uh, Steve Nash is yeah hanging on by a thread for that team. Um, but I don't know who's going to coach that team into victory. They are just like, they're an offensive powerhouse, but when it comes to defense and when it comes to size, it's just not really there. Uh, the Bucks remain undefeated. They beat the New York Knickerbockers, uh, 119-108. Um, Giannis, again, he had 30 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists, almost had that triple double um, while getting over 30 points which is always pretty incredible a late night game between the jazz and the nuggets the jazz are the surprise team of the year so far i thought it was going to be the kings when i made my beginning of season predictions but the jazz at four and two and going into last night's game they were four and one were the surprise team and i think it was bill simmons was talking about it it's just like the, the management has to be so upset um, because again, every team wants to be tanking right now. And the jazz are like, the jazz are fighting, fighting, fighting. Um, so good for them. Um, but the nuggets ended up coming out with that one. Trailblazers beat the lowly rockets. Uh, Nurkic had a 27 point game. Looks like he was the leading scorer there. And then the Suns ended up beating the Pelicans. The Pelicans were again, I don't think Ingram was playing either. I think Ingram and Williamson were out. Um, so not not to be not unexpected and the orlando magic pulled out a victory i think they were one of two winless teams left the lakers are the only winless team left um i think again i could be wrong but uh the magic finally won a game so they are sitting at one and five banchero had almost a triple double he had a 21 12 and seven um i watched a little bit of the lakers game last night um and yeah, the Timberwolves ended up, of course, beating them. Timberwolves are four and two, supposed to be one of the better teams out west. Um, and the Lakers are just they're zero and five. And I want to look at I want to look at their schedule really quick and just break that down. Who are we? Getting, who do the Lakers have next? And then so the Lakers play Denver, New Orleans, Utah, Cleveland, Utah. So their best chances for sure, Utah. Um, but the way Utah is playing right now, there's no chance the Lakers win. So the Lakers could conceivably, and then they play the Clippers and then the Kings. So the Kings are probably their best matchup on paper. So they could go 0-10, 0-11 um, before that game, which is pretty incredible. They do play the Pistons on November 18th, though. So that'll be a battle of the worst in the league there. Um, I do want to look ahead a little bit to what's going on this weekend 
NBA action-wise. Um, not so many great games tonight. Tonight is not the uh, day for NBA basketball. It's a day to watch Michigan and Michigan State play football, I think. But um, Golden State is playing Charlotte. Great league pass game. Um, just because that is a game where Steph Curry could easily go off. Um, Charlotte's guard play is nothing special. So um, if you want to tune into that, that could be pretty exciting. Indiana is playing Brooklyn. Um, it's kind of just, it's a it's a matchup if you do have league pass that you might want to tune into. Um, just for the fact that Brooklyn is off to such a slow start. It's always entertaining to see. I mean, I don't know. There's there is something entertaining about seeing this team with all of these stars just start just collapse. Um, Philadelphia is playing Chicago on NBA TV at eight o'clock. Again, Philadelphia is one of those teams where they've been pretty disappointing thus far. Um, Chicago is probably favored in that game. And then Memphis is playing Utah again. Utah is pretty surprising. Anytime Jot is playing, worth tuning into. But again, today's matchups. Not so special. If you are a Detroit Pistons fan, though, tomorrow, like I mentioned, our next game is against the Golden State Warriors, 6 o'clock start time. I will definitely be watching that. We'll probably hop on the podcast afterwards um, and talk a little bit about it. Um, Apart from that, though, the rest of tomorrow's action is not very good either. Uh, New Orleans is playing the Clippers, but Kawhi's been sitting, and like I said, Williamson and... Uh, Ingram have been out as well so it depends on who is playing in that game it's a good matchup on paper and then at 9 30 the 9 30 slot the Denver Nuggets are playing the Los Angeles Lakers Russell Westbrook is now coming off the bench um, but that's not helping at all and Anthony Davis sat yesterday I don't know if he's sitting again if he's just on load management if they're just resting him Uh, I know he's having some back issues um, but yeah, man, get in the post, Anthony Davis. And and again, Anthony Davis and LeBron James can't do it themselves. This team is just not built to win in today's league when everyone is so talented. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. Like I said, it could easily be an 0-10, 0-11 start. But anyway, thank you for tuning into another episode of Pistons Presser. We'll be back tomorrow night breaking down the Golden State Uh, Detroit Pistons game so I hope that you can tune in then uh, and I'll be back uh, tomorrow night